The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey, everybody. Arch here, and it is Saturday. Max, what's going on? Hey, hey, hey. Uh, DJ Parlay hit yesterday, guys. <laughs> Woohoo! We did it. We did it in, in most spectacular fashion. We did it. Thank you, Arch, for taking the, the Reds. I think we all saw a fucking balk off as, as the way that the game was going to end. We all saw that coming, right? Uh, it was the Reds playing, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, if, it was the, if, if it was the Pirates, I would say yes. You know, the Pirates are having that weird fucking season. Yeah. God damn. I, I, I can't recall the last time I saw that. Uh, I, mean, I know I have seen it before. It's very rare, but a fucking balk off, Panther. A balk off. You know, it's a very rare thing to happen, but I beat up on umpires a lot. And, you know, I've never I've, I've umpired like slow pitch softball. But I got to be honest, when I'm watching a baseball game, watching a pitcher for a balk is the furthest thing from my mind. So these umpires that catch these balks, I mean, kudos to you. Not really sure how I feel about the rule. I guess I get it if you're you know trying to pick off a runner or something. But um, yeah, what what an unfortunate way to end a game for the Rays. Um, but congrats to Arch. We saw the value in that play. <laughs> I didn't have the Kahuna's to bet it. You did. So good job and the parlay hit. Yeah, box are such a weird thing, and it's 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 a judgment call too. Like I mean, the the pitcher for the Rays just moved his glove a little bit. Was he right? You know, before he before he actually started his motion, but the umpire said you started your motion, so that's a balk. It's God damn, is that a tough tough thing to call? I don't think I'd call that. Usually for me, it's got it's got to be the foot, right? The foot, right. the foot did not go to or went to home plate, and then you threw to the base is the one that I that I'm always that's, seeing yeah. for for the balk, but. Uh, that that's the whole thing like a lot of these pitchers operating out of the stretch you know you go back to the, the old days it was very clear there's a wind up there was a stretch and now you've got these guys that just do this hybrid of stuff that's it's very muddy on on what they're doing and, and how you call it right johnny cueto lives there <laughs> yeah i was about to say there's some janky motions out there yeah. right i mean there's just some in general like some pitchers just have weird fucking motions that should probably be called a buck every single time and, and to me i would only call a buck if i believe that there's intent right you know intent to fool the runner not just like slight fucking movement of your goddamn glove you know, mm-hmm. and, and and maybe if you see a pitcher doing it multiple times during a game, you give a warning saying, hey, listen, you're, you're, you're close here. I did not think that was a balk last night, but 
you know, again, baseball rules are are written by lawyers, and you know, I, I don't quite <laughs> understand the intricacies of what's a balk, what's a strike, what's anything anymore. Um, so, congrats, congrats, to DJ Parlay hit, and uh, you know, the sports books didn't yell about it. They didn't say that you know, well, we're we're, we're not counting this because it was a fucking balk off. So, no, no. All right, uh, you you guys want to uh, squeeze in some more NFL talk? It seems uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it seems like we shoehorned in quite a lot of NFL talk yesterday. But I found a nice article uh, that I think is going to have a little disagreement over at CBS Sports. It says every NFL team's most likely future Hall of Famer. So they've gone through every single team and a player that's on the team. Now this player could just have joined the team, right? Uh, or, or this player could be only like a rookie or their second year so they're going through it um off the bat i mean you, you can go read through the list and there's a couple of players on here that that we'll try to talk about you know in the pre-show i went through the list and i was like okay there's a certain certain amount maybe three or four that i really feel are locks i definitely put in tom brady definitely put in aaron Rodgers, definitely put in aaron donald and then i started getting into that next tier of is von miller one is jj watt one because uh, they have them as yeses on here. Uh, Panther, you, you can kind of convince me for J.J. Watt. I'm in agreement that I think J.J. Watt should be there. Von Miller probably should be there, too, looking at his I, – I pulled up his career stats. Von Miller should definitely be in there. And then uh, another one that's a no right now that I kind of argue should be a yes would be Justin Tucker, the kicker for the Baltimore Ravens, because if you're going to put a kicker into the Hall of Fame, I would put him in career-wise, uh, you know, one of the top kickers of all time, and I think he's got the longest kick ever, right, a 63-yard – field goal or some shit like that it was like 68 yards or something like 66 that. Yeah, something, 66 yeah so i mean that alone deserves a spot in the hall of fame so uh panther what what, what are your thoughts I, I i know you love the hall of fame and i know you feel that everyone deserves a trophy and everyone deserves to be in the hall of fame just for showing up I would probably go to the Hall of Fame and just start taking busts down for people that shouldn't be there. <laughs> I, the, the Hall of Fame should be the greatest of the great. I know we don't like to give a lot of uh, credence or credit to other um, necessarily podcasters or people that do their own show. But back in the day, I've been driving a long time. I used to I listened to Colin Cowherd religiously. And one of the things he said that I agreed with was when it comes to the Hall of Fame, were you great and were you great long enough? And, and I kind of got behind that. I, I think I can go, I can get get there. Um, and another one of the things I like is, can you tell the story of the sport with or without that player? Now, Justin Tucker, listen, I think kickers are kind of a, you don't get a lot of kickers in the Hall of Fame, but Justin Tucker has been one of the most clutch kickers in the NFL. His make rate is, is super high. He's got that, he's got a, mammoth leg so justin tucker if he was done right now i think i probably would put him in but one of the guys we were talking pre-show when i went through this list yesterday and was glancing through it um matt ryan matt ryan is is a stat stuffer matt ryan has played a long time i don't think we realize how long matt ryan has been in the league and he he's a better than average but not elite quarterback I put him in like in the Philip Rivers category, right? He has no Super Bowl to show for it. He has, I don't believe he has any MVPs. Uh, Matt Ryan to me is not a guy I would put in the Hall of Fame. I I agree. I don't. He does not belong. <laughs> Matt Ryan does not belong. Do they say yes on this? Yes, yeah, they do. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh, that's no, no. 
But I mean, you know, they do like to put quarterbacks in. I mean, why is Kenny Stabler in the fucking Hall of Fame? <laughs> Come on. Well, back when they put him in, you know, a 2000 yard season was a big deal. Right. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, Matt Ryan doesn't belong. He's average. He's an average quarterback. He, uh, and and to par- Panther, though, to clarify, he did win MVP once. Did he really? Yeah. 2016. Oh, yeah. Look he, at that. He, he won MVP. Uh, he, year they they lost the Super Bowl in spectacular fashion. He's, he, I mean, he's got he's got gaudy numbers, right? I mean, if you, you stack him up against any of these other guys that are currently in the Hall of Fame, you'd say, oh, well, by the numbers, he should be in there. But if you put him against his peers, I agree, he's he's not a Hall of Famer. I mean, let, let's just say like Matt Matt Ryan played in the era of Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, right? Uh, oh, you threw Ben Roethlisberger in there, you know these guys, and. You know, yeah, his his stats are are impressive in this era, but I'm not going to put him in with you know Brady, Manning, Rogers, and the, yeah, I'm not going to do that. It's it's a far cry, and um, I, I agree. I don't I don't think Matt Ryan's a lock for. He'll probably. I mean, you know what? Uh, yes, I I say he is a lock because the fucking Hall of Fame's a sham, but I don't think he should be in the Hall of Fame. Is my point. Now let's see if I can stir the pot a little bit more here. I think I think we might get some disagreement on this other one that I, I kind of took exception to. And we're using the word lock, but um Russell Wilson. Oh God, yes. Oh my God. I forgot about that one. Russell Wilson ha- has been a spectacular Denver. player. Denver, by the way, Arch. I know you were yeah, going Denver. to Seattle. I was, you were trying, I was starting to go down, going, but I had to go back up. down to S. Yeah. Yeah. But to go through Russell Wilson's career. And it's been a it's been a fine career. It's been a great career. Even got himself a trophy wife. But to sit there and say, "Oh, there's Russell Wilson." Check mark. Yeah, he's in. I'm not there. I'm I'm not there. I he's close. If he could maybe put together another spectacular season, especially in Denver, I, then I maybe have to give him the nod. But right now, I don't think I put Russell Wilson in either. Why do you say it like that? Like being, playing in Denver's a handicap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I that that probably probably put the fucking cherry on the top of Peyton Manning's uh, you know, uh, Hall of Fame career, right? Like winning w- winning right. one being a fucking cripple down in fucking Denver, right? I mean, it doesn't <laughs> matter that you couldn't tell if he threw the ball or kicked the ball towards the receiver. <laughs> no, who knows what he was doing out there. I think it was like a, a paper fucking flick football at, at some point, so right. just going to, you know, whatever, just rolling the ball. It's, it's like bowling. It's just fucking rolling the ball down the field and someone catching it. Um yeah, I, 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 I don't like uh, Russell Wilson as, as a Hall of Fame lock. Uh, another one, another guy that I feel is overrated. I, I mean, I would say he's, he's overrated. I think, you know, they had that early success when Russell Wilson was on that rookie deal. I'm going to hammer that all the time is when he was on that rookie deal because they could pay to have this fucking elite team around him, you know, and a team that made him so much better. And, and, and we, we failed to uh, recognize that he also had uh, – at the time, the most unstoppable running back hmm. in the NFL. Uh, I mean, guys, if, if you're younger and you've never seen the footage of Marshawn Lynch just fucking tossing kids aside and saying, get off me, child's play, you fucking download those videos on YouTube because it, it like that guy was goddamn unstoppable. And you give him the ball at the one yard line. Guess what? Russell Wilson has a second Super Bowl and then he probably is a lock for the year. And, and Tom Brady <laughs> only has six. <laughs> Hmm. Yeah, I, I agree with you 100. I don't, I don't know that Russ belongs there, but yeah, if he wins a Super Bowl with the uh, Broncos, yeah, then it becomes a different story. 
I don't even know if he has to win the Super Bowl, but if he, he takes this Broncos team, I'm not knocking the Broncos, just this Broncos. <laughs> he takes this Broncos team to say an 11 and six and maybe picks up a wild card victory or something. I'm going to have to give him credit because there's not a lot to work with on this Broncos team. That's a lot of context and context doesn't usually belong in the NFL hall of fame. <laughs> yeah, right. But I think when you, when you start looking Matt Ryan, for example, you have to take context. You have to start looking at the stats and the, the number of years he played, because when you say Matt Ryan, it does, it doesn't register. But when you go start looking at his numbers, you find out he's top five passing yards and top 10 touchdowns. You're like, Holy shit. Well, maybe he is, but then you say Matt Ryan, like, nah, he's not. Yeah, right. With apologies to Frank Gore, you know, it's just uh, yeah, showing yeah. up and just lasting a long time and doing okay each season. You know, I don't know if that's precisely. A yeah. yeah, I, you know, and, and honestly, because the fact that the way the NFL changed the rules, I, I take statistics for quarterbacks a little, you know, with a grain of salt. Like when Marino was doing this shit, I was fucking impressed. You know, and Moreno has no titles to, to you know, speak of. And then Russell Wilson does. And then, you know, I don't care. You know, I think I think the era of football that Marino played in to put up those types of statistics year in and year out. You know, he's he's not going to have, a, you know, a match with with fucking Ryan, Matt Ryan. Are you going to say that Matt Ryan's a better quarterback than Dan Marino? Are, are, is that the argument that we got to make now? Because that's just fucking stupid. And then and Dan Marino played back when the NFL actually allowed you to play defense and, and hit the quarterback, <laughs> hit, hit the, the receivers, hit anyone. Oh, Peyton, Peyton, we're still suffering from your crying. So, well, and, and, and Tom hurting his knee that one year, by the way, you know, thank you. Thank you, NFL. When Tom, when Tom hurt his knee that one year, it's like, oh, well, can't oh, touch the, the quarterback the Chiefs took him out in like week one. <laughs> Oh, well, the Chiefs ended up paying for that, by the way. The Chiefs, the Chiefs, Chiefs got their comeuppance on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they, they turn around and they turn around and took Matt Castle from. Yeah, the exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Let's take a breather. Let's take a breather. Let us talk about the book club because Panther. I'm going to give this read kind of to you. You got a couple of uh, welcomes to make. I do got a couple welcomes. You know, that's where we hang out, where we shoot the shit. And, and there's so much that goes on in there. And we're, it just seems like every week, almost every other day, we're picking up somebody new. Because I took the 4th of July off and have that weekend off, we we'll miss somebody. So Fleet of Ducks, we did not give you a proper welcome. And last night, Can You Read? Late last night, way past my bedtime. Can You Read? jumped in so we gotta welcome these guys to the book club i'm sitting here talking to you guys on the podcast and seeing these guys are in here shooting the shit in the book club right now there's banter and stuff going on so it it literally is 24 7 if any you guys listening to the show we thank you so much but if you want to get in with other dgens with fellow dgens and talk sports talk supermodels talk i mean there's oh my god everything is in there sometimes stuff that we just can't really talk about because we might get some kind of ban or something. Uh, everything is in there. You guys need to join the book club and uh, shoot the shit with us because that is where we hang out. Max, give him the tagline, man. Well, first off, the way that you do that is go to our Patreon. The link is in our description. It is $25 a month, or you can go to thedgens.net and sign up directly there, and that will help you to book it over to the book club. 
The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right, baseball. What are we doing? Baseball. Uh, I'm betting them all. Like, oh. this, this slate today was so fucking bettable that I was, you know, I'm taking Arch's uh, advice, and I'm just going to bet them all. So just, just settle in. Uh, I'm going to go right down the board from top to bottom and just bet them all. Ready? Tigers, Tigers are going to sweep, right? You guys ready? Uh, actually, scroll down. I'm only on two games, and they're probably the last two games on the board. Let's talk San Francisco, San Diego to start off with here. Uh, Padres. I've won the first two games in the series and actually are six and two against the Giants this season. Going to put one you Darvish on the mound today. If you download, listen to every single episode, you would know my feelings about one you Darvish. And in fact, uh, this, the version of you Darvish that we've seen over the last couple of games, you know, the, the you garbage that I've talked about, uh, uh, he's, uh, you know, He's, he's probably going to show up again today. Uh, listen, you know, you look at you, Darvish, and you're saying his statistically, he's like, man, this guy's having a good year. But isn't that the maddening nature of this fucking guy? From game to game, he can go from Greg Maddox to fucking Jose Lima. <laughs> Side note here. Jose Lima did have a one good season with the Astros. He was 21 and 10 with a 3.58 ERA. I believe he was fourth in Cy Young voting that year. And not to speak ill of the dead, though. Rest in peace, Jose Lima. But both an Arch and I can tell you how awful this guy was over the course of his career. His last two seasons, Royals and Mets, 5-20 and 20 combined record, 36 starts, ERA over 8. And those five wins came with the Royals. They all so five came can, with the Royals. You can pitch the Royals right now. <laughs> you probably could. Uh, but when, when I look at Darvish at times, it actually reminds me of Jose Lima. That, that's, that's what's scary is, is as good as this guy can be, he can be as equally as bad. For the Giants, they're going to put their ace, Carlos Rodon, on the mound, uh, arguably coming off his worst start of the season. I expect him to bounce back. I expect the Giants to fucking get a win in this series and probably going to be today. So $10 bet on San Francisco. I gave this game a really good look. I think the line – uh, even is dead on. I, with Carlos Rodon against you, Darvish, you fully expect to get the A game from these two pitchers in a spirited rivalry in the NL West. Um, San Francisco, they've got some work to do, right? They're like uh, eight games behind the Padres. They've got some work to do. They went on that little losing streak, dug themselves a bit of a hole. Uh, I like the Giants, but the way they're playing right now, their offense has been so bad. I didn't like them enough to bet them. Uh, so a lean on the Giants, and real quick, it is almost like your love, your love for Darvish is almost like he wears a a Packers uniform, or he's from Canada or something. Max, maybe make a shirt with a Green Bay logo and Darvish's name on it. 
That'll sell well, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm leaning the Giants here. Uh, I'm really close to betting them, but not quite. This might be something we talk about in the book club. All right. Uh, next and last one up for me. Let's talk Toronto and Seattle. Uh, don't look now, guys. Don't look now. Mariners have won six games in a row. Mariners above 500, second place in the AL West. Nine and one over the last 10 games. And guess what? For the first time in a long time, Arch, could you say that they're an unlucky team? Yes, they are. Very unlucky. Uh, on the verge of winning their third straight game over the Blue Jays. Unless uh, one Alec Mandoa has something to say about it. Of course, Mandoa is 9-3 and three this year, 2.33 ERA, coming off of uh, a pretty rough start. It's going to need to be on top of his game because you know who is pitching really well as of late? I don't know if he's on your fantasy team. One, Robbie Ray. Previous Cy Young Award winner has been on a roll. The last five starts just been unfucking hittable. Uh, Toronto just underperforming at the moment. Uh, they've lost four of their last five games. They bad losses to the fucking A's. 20 and 22 on the road. And that's been a consistent theme all season for this Blue Jays team. They just cannot play on the road. Now, as well as Seattle's playing, as bad as Toronto's playing, I just cannot see them getting swept by the Mariners in a four-game series. So I'm going to bank on Manoa and the Blue Jays to get it done today. And if I am wrong, there's always tomorrow. $10 bet on the Blue Jays. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This one's so hard. You know, we talked about Toronto preseason. All three of us love the Blue Jays, right? They're going to give the Yankees and, and the Boston and Tampa a run for their money, and, and they've just faltered. And that faltering is all around their offense. They've lost four of their last five, and that one win, they only mustered two runs. They've scored two, three, two, three, and one in their last five games. So it's not been the pitching as much as it's been that offense. Now they have a chance here because Robbie Ray, as good as he's been pitching, he's a fastball pitcher, he's a strikeout pitcher, and these are the kind of guys that, uh, that Vlad and crew can get to. Um, so I think the Blue Jays have a chance here, but the way they've been playing, I just couldn't pull the trigger I'll lean Toronto. Yeah, I'm going to lean Toronto in this one as well. What we really meant was that Toronto's going to give Seattle a run for their money as far as who's going to have the better record instead of right, the Yankees. Right, they're, they're what, two games behind. Yeah, right. Yeah, so <laughs> Blue Jays, Mariners, yeah, what, what a race. Uh, yeah, but just a lean on the Blue Jays. All right, guys, that is it for me. Oh, so much for betting them all. You didn't even touch any of the games that I'm on, and I'm on four, so let's blast through them real quick. We're going to look at the Phillies and the Cardinals. I think we've been making some money on this series. Uh, I know I hit the Phillies yesterday, and we're looking at a, a decent pitching matchup. Kyle Gibson, uh, 4-9-1. He's been a little roughed up as of late, but he's been pretty solid throughout the year. Dakota Hudson, kind of a tough luck pitcher. He's been at a 4-2-9 ERA. He's taken five losses. I, I think the pitching matchup, again, kind of like yesterday, is a little even. So when you have an even pitching matchup, you got to go straight to the offense. The Phillies' offense is just that much better than the Cardinals. I mean, I don't hate the Cardinals, but you look at what the 0 3-0-1-3 in their last five games. They're not putting it together. I think the value here is on the Phillies, so $10 on the fight and fills. Yeah, uh, moral support, I'll start off by saying about um, two hours ago when I ran through these numbers, I like the Phillies. Uh, looking at it now, um, I guess I still like the Phillies, but uh, I want to see what's going to happen with this line because right now there's single-digit money on Philadelphia. So the overwhelming majority of them, uh, the public is split 50, 50, uh, majority of the money is hitting the Cardinals. I need to see what's going to happen on that line because right now it hasn't done anything. 
has been kind of locked in. Uh, I, I had this at you know minus one eighteen. Maybe it's even gotten better a little bit. So uh, a little freaked out here. Yeah, uh, lean on the Phillies. I like the Phillies today with the plus one or two. I agree. I think they have more than a fifty percent chance to win today. So I'm with you, Panther. I'm going to put thirteen bucks on the Phillies as well. I like it. Now we're going to talk about your team. Kansas City Royals are hosting the Cleveland Guardians. Guardians are slipping away. They're fighting, fading fast. And again, it centers around their offense. They're having struggle, uh, trouble scoring runs. But they're going against Jonathan Heasley, 4.76 ERA, just 1-4 on the season for the Royals. Cleveland will counter with Tristan McC- McKenzie. This has been, a, a, it's kind of a Jekyll and Hyde with him, right? He's got a 3.71 ERA, which is very respectable, an incredibly great whip, 0.98 whip. But he's 5-6, and six, he's taken some losses, and he's had trouble keeping the ball in the yard, giving up 16 bombs on the season, something that Kansas City is not exactly known for, hitting a lot of long balls. I think McKenzie can help the Guardians right the ship here at minus 130. It's a eh, little chalky, but it's Kansas City. So give me $10 on the Guardians. I hate to disagree with you, but I think the value might be on Kansas City here. The uh, Guardians, not a good road team at all. And if you're telling me that the, the pitching matchup kind of a wash here, offensively, the Royals, I, I remember how well the Guardians started off in the beginning of the season offensively. And now you're looking at it now. The Royals have better, Royals. <laughs> but, but but now the the Royals have better offensive numbers than the Guardians. As hot as the Guardians were earlier in the season, they've just been awful. They have lately. So uh, I think the value at home plus line. I you know uh, I I would bet the Royals, but they won yesterday. So uh, yeah, I don't know if Lightning can strike twice. I'll lean on Kansas City. Yeah, I'm going to lean Kansas City in this one too. Uh, <laughs> not quite enough confidence to bet them. Can't believe they won on a walk off last night. Uh, good for them. Uh, but yeah, just a lean on the Royals. All right, next game up for me. My favorite team to bet on. I think I make money almost every time I bet on them, and that is the Bronx Bombers. They're still in Beantown, going to lay the wood on the Red Sox again. Not one of their aces, Jordan Montgomery, but goddamn, 3-2 with a 3.19 ERA, 72 Ks. The guy's been pitching really well as a fill-in. Cutter Crawford, pitching for Boston. I honestly don't know very much about this guy. He's got 25 innings pitched, a 5.04 ERA, struggles with his whip. He's had 13 walks in his 25 innings pitched. Those aren't great numbers, particularly when you're going against a lineup like the Yankees. And offensively, these are just two teams going two different directions. The Yankees have put up, let's do the math here real quick, 18 and 16, 34 runs in the last three games. Think they're hitting on all cylinders the red sox not only are they not scoring but their pitching has been pretty abysmal too they've given up 12 6 7 8 in their last four games all lost all four of those minus 160 that's just a ton of value on the yankees i'm not gonna run line this one i got greedy yesterday i hit it i'll just take the run line or the money line here on the yankees ten dollars on the bombers yeah moral support but now to throw some shade at you uh way to win money on a team that wins 73 percent of the time isn't that what you're supposed to do? No, it actually is. Uh, and I'd like to run through it. I, I wonder if you if you just bet flat bet ten dollars on the Yankees on every single game, 
winning 73% of the time. Uh, I'm assuming you're up on the season, no matter even if you're getting some of those minus 300 lines and you're not, you're getting a minus 160 today. So I think there's an incredible value on the Yankees. Not, not, not a game for me though. Just a lean on New York. Yeah. I'm leaning New York here as well. Um, I think this is another play that I'll end up betting later on today. Oh, <laughs> <sighs> One more game for me. Last game up. The Cubbies are in L.A. You know, the Cubs have lost the first two to the Dodgers, but they've been respectable. They took them to 10 innings yesterday. End up losing that one four to three. Another home team um, won an extra innings. What a shock. I know, right? How's that, how's that work? Something like the, the rules are skewed that way. Uh, but the Dodgers will put Clayton Kershaw on the mound. It's not too late in the season. His arm hasn't fallen off. He's only thrown 56 innings. So I expect a typical Kershaw performance going against Marcus Stroman, who's not been who the Cubs think they bought. I mean, Stroman's historically been a pretty decent pitcher. He was good for the Blue Jays. He was good for the Mets. He was good for the Mariners. He's not been very good for the Cubbies. I think the Dodgers can take care of business, but to take care of business, I need to run line this to get some value. So give me $10 on the run line on the Dodgers. Yeah, the Stroman factor is is definitely uh, one of the reasons that, that I, I'm going to lean the Dodgers with you here. Um, yeah, just just not having a very good season. And I think, you know, he started having that downfall last year. And I think that was one of the indicators that the Mets said, hey, we're not going to pay this guy money. We, there's other pitchers out there that we can overpay uh, like Chris Bassett. <laughs> so um, I, I, th- I think the Dodgers should win this one. It's way too chalky for me. And I'm not going to run line it. So just a lean on L.A. Yeah, leaning the Dodgers here as well. A little, little too much chalk, but I just don't see much value on the Cubs here at all. So you'll probably cash. That will do it for me. All right. We've got a couple more here I want to look at. Scrolling up. I'm not managing these frames to get. They've got weird frames over yeah. there, by the, by the way. It's kind of like, you know, no matter how you scroll, like you lose like all the books at the top and stuff right. like that. And yeah. then plus I have to zoom in so people can see it at home. I don't usually have it. You know, this is something Panther would do is make the font really big so he could read it. Yeah, exactly. When you're old, it, you know, you kind of need that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Tigers, White Sox. I'm doing it again. I don't give a shit. <laughs> give me the Tigers again. What else needs to be said? They're playing the White Sox. The White Sox are in free fall. What are they? What are the White Sox here? They're like, yeah, they're 9-11, their last 10 or 20, and yeah, they're just not very good. Uh, give me the Tigers. Why not? Plus 145, right? 48. Yeah, uh, I think you're right. And looking at this line movement, it's down to 143, 144. Some books uh, mm. opened at 150. Uh, the money is hammering uh, the Tigers right now. The public is on the White Sox. So I think you're in a good spot here. Uh, lean on Detroit. You know, we kind of called this when the series started. If Detroit were to sweep this series, LaRusa's got to be gone, right? Like, he has to be gone. I don't know how you put it on LaRusa. These guys, they're just not performing. Johnny Cueto has performed, but the offense has been so bad that he's still only got a two and four record. I think this is the opportunity for the White Sox to win, but there's no value. At minus 170, there's just no value on the White Sox at all, so I will lean the Detroit Tigers. Yeah, who are the White Sox minus 165 against? Is there any team minus 165, really? No. Oakland, Washington, maybe? Oh, that's a stretch. Yeah, Yeah. Oakland or Washington, maybe. Maybe, yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, one last game for me. We are looking at the Baltimore Orioles Ah. plus 108. (laughs) Because it's the same story here, right? I mean, the Angels just find new and inventive ways just to lose every single game. 13 bucks on the Orioles. 
uh, ding, ding, ding. Um, tons of more support here. You know, I've, I've hit on this series, so I've already kind of uh, cashed out already. But I like the Orioles here. So, yeah, big-time moral support. I hope the, I have to sweep them. I really do. Lean <laughs> on the Orioles. Aren't the Angels, like, on their fourth manager right now? Um, yeah, they had got – I don't know what the hell's going on. Just put on. Shohei out there to manage. Why not? He's he's hitting, he's pitching. Just fucking have him managing the team. Why not? I, saw, I saw this stat when they were taking on the Marlins just for that two-game series. The Marlins averaged 7,000 um, for their for their games at home. But the day that Shohei pitched, uh, they had over 17,000 showed up on a Wednesday to, to watch Otani pitch. The guy is an absolute difference maker. Yesterday, Trout and Otani, both homer. They're responsible for all four RBI. They cannot get any help. There's no basically Trout and Otani should just alternate in the lineup, right? But one bat, you know, even and the other bat odd or something. They're not getting any help from their support. So I don't know how you can bank on this Angels team at all. They're not pitching that great. The hitting's been atrocious. Them with a minus line, I, I don't see it. So yeah, I lean on the Orioles. Right. That's all I had today. We have a couple comments. Big Daddy Parley says, when did we get three hosts? Since before the pandemic, I listened. I even got to interact. Who is this Sex Panther? I thought he was the money line Don. Well, I mean, before the pandemic, there's actually four. I don't remember that. I don't remember. <laughs> what you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> like Ken, the pandemic, we try, to, we try, try not to refresh those days. Yeah. <laughs> Ken Brown says, RIP, Polly Walnuts. Oh, yeah. yeah that's too yeah. bad. Bummer. Bummer. And we lost, and we lost another, uh, you know, uh, legend. Uh, of course, uh, you know, a true legend as well. Uh, James Conn the other day. Uh, didn't mention that on the show. Um, you know, from Elf. Elf's dad. <laughs> yeah, from Elf. James Conn. That's yeah. right. <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> That's also appreciate yeah, yeah. yeah big daddy says also appreciate the shout out for the comeback yeah i mean that was a week ago or so but yeah it's not the same without you big daddy yankees throws mets braves brew crew dodgers parlay wow All right okay well, it's funny too. Is he talking about talk about old school guys? You know, Big Daddy's been listening for a while. Uh, of course, Lord uh, has been listening for a while. Uh, you know, who messaged me on Discord was uh, old school Kyle, old not school new Kyle. Kyle. Old school Kyle. Old school Kyle was asking me about gin recommendations. Oh, so uh, if you want some uh, gin recommendations, uh, Saint George Terrar gin. If uh, around the Christmas time, it is made with uh, fir trees, so it kind of has like a, a little Christmassy kind of feel to it. Uh, Monkey Forty Seven. It's a nice dry gin out of Germany. I uh, got the uh, the botanist, just a you know traditional uh, UK gin. Gin, uh, it's a good one. And uh, yeah, Hendrix is my go-to. It's my standard. So if 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 you're um, deciding to get into gin for the first time in your life, you've made a wise uh, life decision. Maybe you should send a copy of this podcast to those uh, aforementioned gins and see if we can pick up a sponsorship. I would. Maybe we should. Listen, I would. I would <laughs> sponsor the shit out of gin, and unfortunately. For you guys, if if I'm drinking on the show, then it would you know kind of uh, deteriorate fast. He starts off with that gin, then he turns to Seagram's after a few drinks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then it's just beef eater. It's pure fucking beef eater. After I, that, I'm not going to talk shit. I think beef eater quality to price is probably one of the best gins I, out I, here. I don't disagree, honestly. Quality to price, beef eater. Uh, beef eater gets the job done. Yeah, it's the yeti of yeti of microphones and gin, right? <laughs> All right, let's put a pin in this. Panther's got to go back to his yard sale. The sex kitten is selling everything he owns in a yard sale right now. So Dude, we got to get away for a dollar or two dollars. I got to get out there and save some because money. Because it's a scheme just to get rid of your stuff. Max, that's it. That is it. Panther, 
Watch out for your dirty undies. <laughs> Download the DJ's app for Android iOS. Let us know anything about our picks, your picks, anyone's picks over on Twitter at Betting Absolute. No matter where you listen to please highest rate and comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Panther, take us home. Give me a pick. Uh, uh, Blue Jays. Torch. Orioles. Show me your O face. Uh, take the Yankees. Take the Yankees at all AL East. Come on. Oh, I was going to take the Phillies. Screw it. No, no, I'll take, I'll take the Yankees. Phillies is going to give us more value. All, all AL East. We're taking the AL East. Toronto, Baltimore, Yankees. Uh, guys, if you guys go to yard sales and buy used underwear, do not join the Discord. That's You're just not our people. We don't, no, no, we don't buy used underwear. What the fuck? But you buy unlabeled VHS tapes at every yard sale you find, just because. Yes. Why not? <laughs> you might be, might be able to blackmail somebody later. But hey, we're hanging out on Facebook or on Twitter. But it is the Discord, guys. Like for five gallons of gasoline, you can get in the book club and shoot the shit with us. Call us out by name, and we will holler right back. We have so much fun in there. Let us know what you did yesterday, what you're going to do today, and when it's all said and done, get us all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.